I was talking to my boy about the Lakers the other day, and I said, man, it is going to be tough for them to come out of the West this year. I'd be surprised if they came out of the West this year. I picked them last year. They were the easy pick for me last year. It was a different dynamic. Um, this has changed. Number one, they look burnt out. They look just drained mentally. It's not even physically. They look like they haven't recovered from last season. Uh, they've spoke on this a little bit, and uh, it makes a lot of sense that short turnaround from the bubble, it kind of hurt them. And uh, more than anything, though, but it's like, yo, like, you know, it, it reminds me a little bit about the, the 2011 Lakers. You remember the 2011 Lakers, for those of you that remember, they were coming off three straight finals, you know, worn out, obviously. Uh, they went in a tough series, and uh, they were going for that. I think, yeah, they were going for a three-peat. And next thing you know, that you know, going in, you were thinking like, oh, Kobe's here. We got Gasol. They're just going to flip that switch, and they're just going to, you know, off firepower, off talent, off like the, the will and the skill of one man. They're going to get there. They're going to find a way to get there, you know, and they're well coached. They know what they need to do. They have that championship pedigree, right? And, uh, you know, they run into a well-oiled machine like Dallas, who's hungrier, who's making less mistakes, who's sharper. Uh, you know, they got everyone firing on all cylinders. They move the ball around 10, 15 times before getting up a shot, it feels like. And then they hit the shot. And then, you know, by the end of it, you see the body language of the Lakers in 2011. You know, like they said, fuck this, you know, and they were just like out of there. Kobe included, you know, and uh, I see that with this one now more than anything. I see it with Anthony Davis and I see it with LeBron, Anthony Davis, uh, since he and I said this when he came down with the Achilles tendinosis, um, you know, it's going to be tough. He's going to have to play with that fear. And, and that's the type of injury it is. Uh, that's the type of condition that is, you know, you're always fearful of. Oh, fuck, am I going to, can I get to the cup right now? Can I pound down low on the block? You know, can I get up and down? Like you can do all the rehab, all the doctors can look at you. Hooping is different, right? Hooping is much different when you get out there and you got to make actual basketball plays, like fire off that back leg and blow by a guy and sweep by, past a guy and spin and get that separation you do you get and, and rise up over guys. It's tough because you're, you're fearful of how you're going to land. You're fearful, fearful of where you're going to land and what impact you're going to land with. And is Achilles going to go out? You know, and, and I see him playing now and I don't make these types of assumptions, um, you know, without knowing. But what I'm seeing right now, and it might be because Grumman is in the paint, um, that's causing a spacing issue, by the way. But I'm saying I see a guy that's hesitant to shoot, uh, sorry, hesitant to post up, hesitant to slash to the cup. So he's settling for a lot of jumpers, a lot of tough jumpers. And that's the way you neutralize Anthony Davis, if anything, you know, where he himself just kind of ejects himself from imposing his will on you and, and using his gifts on you. Um, from a diverse standpoint and just settles for jumpers, you know, so I see him spotting up a lot. I see him taking, you know, fadeaways and, 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 you know, I'm like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, I hope this guy's, I hope this guy's healthy. Right. Because he, there is a little bit of a fear factor and that's natural for any pro, any athlete at any level. Right. Um, because you tear your Achilles, you're missing a year and a half of your prime. You know, no one wants to go through that. And it's one of the most boring and grueling rehabs. You know, I've spoke to guys that have gone through that. It's a, it's a very, very, you know, depressing rehab at some points early on. Um, but then you got that and, and he's not, if he's not at 80%, if he's not, and I don't know if he is, you know, like they, they, the only chance the Lakers have, I feel like is LeBron and him go in there. That They flip that switch. First, they find it in them to flip that switch. Then they flip that switch and the firepower is too much to handle. That's their only hope. They have the firepower. It's can they tap into using it? LeBron looks drained. He says he's drained his ankle, obviously. And then him not being able to hit the, you know, usually by this time, you know, they go pedal to the metal. But you feel like right now they're in a position where they're just trying to get their rhythm back. So these injuries really fucked them up. Um, more than anything, though, it's the rest of the Western Conference for me. You know, Phoenix is there now. Well, old machine that I'm speaking on. Dallas, uh, sorry, uh, Denver, well, old machine. Even without Jamal Murray, that's a team that is, 
you know, firing on all cylinders. They remind me a lot about the old Spurs, you know, uh, pre-2014 Spurs, pre-2015 Spurs. You know, like they are making the right plays on both ends, playing as one unit. Uh, they're going to move the ball. They're going to go in with a game plan. They're going to execute that game plan. You know, and you got Jokic, you got Michael Porter Jr. Um, and then you got the Suns who have that same dynamic with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And then there's that, you know, camaraderie as a team on both ends. Uh, and, you know, they're going to go in there with the and Utah as well. They, these teams are going to go in there trying to beat them, you know. And more than anything, I think it's the Clippers. The Clippers match the Lakers' firepower. And I think the Clippers figured out their chemistry issues. So, you know, I think the Lakers now are mentally just at a point like, let's just get in the playoffs and turn that switch on and, and fuck whoever up. You know, and obviously they have the guys to do that, two of the greatest of all time. And, um, you know, they have the pedigree to do that. The question is, can they go find that? Can they go find that place and go to that place? You know, we don't know if they can physically. Can they go there mentally? We don't know about that either right now. So there's a lot of question marks, but um, I think it's going to be very tough. I will not be surprised the Lakers don't come out of the West. I think there's three teams that could beat them, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Suns, possibly the Jazz. Now, if they don't beat them, I think all three of those teams can wear them out. I think the Clippers have the pieces. I think they figured out their chemistry. I think defensively, offensively, they match up beautifully. And I think Paul George is going to ball out this playoffs. You know, I'm, I'm really betting on him, you know. And uh, <clears throat> it's going to be tough for the Lakers. You know, I, I think it's just reminding me so much of that 2011 Lakers team. And, uh, you know, it, it, this is expected. I'm not surprised. Short turnaround. Braun getting hurt, AD getting hurt. None of this surprises me. None of this hasn't. There's not going to be a magic narrative that's built up to diminish someone. It's just what it is. Shit happens. And I think shit happened to the Lakers this year. And I think the rest of the West is, you know, they're firing. 